0: hello and welcome to wayward witch a pagan podcast my name is miranda and i'll be guiding you along this journey to explore non-denominational witchcraft for the modern practitioner every tuesday you can find us on your preferred podcast provider or by following the links on twitter at waywitchcast or on facebook and instagram at Podcast. feel free to reach out for questions concerns or even just a chit chat as i do love to hear from all of you let's walk this path together And hello. So today I'm taking a little break from the pretty typical episode that I typically do. Uh, I know that was a little redundant, but normally whenever I do an episode, I literally write everything out because I understand that I have a problem with stumbling over my words and nervous laughter and a lot of the uh, um, like... I do that a lot, so I understand, but... Today, I'm taking a break from having to write out a miniature novel every week to go over something that's kind of been tossed about in in my DMs. Um, so I have been asked to kind of do a little Q&A about myself, give you guys a little feel for who I am, because I understand that a lot of you come to me and just pour out your hearts and souls to me, and I I love it, I'm not going to lie, I really like connecting with people, but I've kind of kept this sense of anonymity, there's a lot of things about me that you guys don't know, especially whenever it comes to my practice, so I'll, I'll go ahead and give a, a brief overview of that today. Um, so yeah, as requested, here we are. Um, one of the things that I'm asked pretty often is, when or how did I start my path? And that goes all the way back into baby days. Uh, when Whenever I was a little kid, a lot of parents were reading their kids to bed with stories like Dr. Seuss and Shel Silverstein and... You know like where the wild things are which I did get read to me it was my mother's favorite book so I I did get that but um, I I was read Greek mythology as a baby Uh, I have an older brother my older brother and I used to used to listen in and as he grew older he would read it to me whenever I was still too little to read and yeah yeah Greek mythology was a was the the bedtime story of my childhood which became a little awkward because I was also raised Southern Baptist, so in my four year old mind, I was drawing a lot of of parallels between you know Jesus and Dionysus, especially you know with the turning water into wine and working miracles and this that and the other so it was it was a little confusing for my my very small child brain, but you know. I think my mother at one point or my grandmother at one point sat down with me and kind of explained that, you know, these are stories and they're not real and Jesus is real and that's what you need to follow. Uh, and we see how well that worked out. <laughs> I I stayed pretty devout until I was 11 years old. And my voice went out there. My apologies. But yeah, my I I stayed pretty devout until I was 11 and I was going to church three to four times a week. Um, I, I grew up pretty traumatic, you know, while, while the small childhood was pretty good, once I started getting older, things got pretty terrible. I will spare you the details because I don't feel like going through all the trigger warnings and I don't want to, you know, put anybody in a bad headspace, but there was a lot of pretty terrible stuff and I clung to Jesus for that. Um, not only because, you know, I, I felt strength through Christ or anything like that, I Looking back on it, I never really had a really strong connection with with Jehovah or Jesus, but it was a way out of my house. I had an excuse to leave my house, you know, three to four times a week. It was one of those things that I wouldn't be grounded from. Um, it was it was my safe haven, so it it became a coping mechanism for me. But I noticed that. Anytime time that I reached out about my trauma, or any time that I would try to find some sort of healing, it turned into a conversation of glorifying that pain in the name of salvation. And it, that started to have some pretty negative effects. And I remember coming home from youth group one Wednesday, and, you know, trying to find answers for so long, especially at the apex of my abuse... And I remember kneeling down beside my bed and asking if there's anyone out there, just let me know. And I definitely got an answer. And that was the, the push I needed into paganism. And it was a little, it was definitely a whole lot different back then than it, than it is now. You know, that was 2002. We didn't even have Google yet. Um, I want to say that we had Ask Jeeves uh yeah it was that long ago i'm old um so the the one website that i did come across was a website that's still in effect and i highly suggest anybody go and check it out it's called joelle's sacred grove and it is it it still looks exactly the same it looks very stereotypical 1992 not 1992 2002 might as well be 1992 you know, whenever you get old, you start forgetting decades, I guess. <laughs> but it it offered me a lot of resources, even though it wasn't the pantheon that I was choosing to worship at that time. Um, so I just I kind of latched onto that and ran with it. You know, I, I went from I went from Greek, where I was worshiping Artemis and Apollo, to Celtic, where I was worshiping um, the Morrigan and Cernanus to where i am now which i come across you know question two which is what do i believe in now i have mentioned this briefly in the previous episode i am a heathen and i have no idea where i fit on the heathen spectrum at this moment and that's okay you know i'm i'm sitting here right now and telling you that as somebody who's been practicing for 17 years you are still allowed to be confused you are still allowed to be in the dark you are still allowed to be ignorant, and I am confused, and in the dark, and ignorant, and that's okay. Um, I'm, I'm researching a lot. I'm trying to figure out where I fit in the, the wonderful umbrella of heathenry. Um, and I'll, I'll find it out eventually. I'm in no rush, you know. What, what's the worst that could happen? I'll die before I put a label on myself. It's, it's not that big of an issue. Um... And heathenry, for anybody that doesn't know, is Norse worship. Uh, not to be confused with Viking worship, because not all Norse people were Vikings, so you don't have to be a Viking in order to worship accordingly. Um, so it's, it's North, Norse worship, and it has a really big emphasis on actions versus occult. While the occult does play a part in it, like rituals and casting spells and doing all that fun stuff, um which all of us really like doing it's it's got more of an emphasis on actually going out and doing things like if, if for instance instead of doing a money spell if if i know that i need cash i i it would kind of be a slap in the face of my faith as it is now to stand at my altar and do do a spell for that rather than going out and putting in a job application and trying to get a job you know it's about working the mundane and doing world worldly workings because with the same hand that we were given the ability to do all those occult things we were also given some pretty awesome faculties to get stuff done ourselves you know so i i really like that there's that huge emphasis on on self accountability the the idea that magic doesn't fix everything i really like that <clears throat> sorry for clearing my throat by the way um, so there's there's that aspect. There's also a really big focus on kinship and family, which doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be your blood family. This is not Christianity where you are supposed to forgive you know the, the family that that causes trauma to you or abuses you or any of that. But yeah, you you do have a huge emphasis on on loyalty to your friends and your family and and the people that do bring goodness to you but there's also an even heavier emphasis on the the opposite of what a lot of new pagan traditions and christianity kind of bring along uh we do not believe in turning the other cheek we do not believe in oh you know karma will handle it i'm not going to handle it myself that that's not a thing that i've noticed in heathenry myself um there's there's no glorified uh, victimhood. There's no, oh, well, it's not my place. No, if if you cause harm to, to me as a heathen, I, I have the right to retaliate. It's it's not against my faith to do that. It would actually kind of be against my faith to allow somebody to harm me in any way in, in the name of sacred suffering. Um, so I really liked that. It, it gave me... It, my my newfound faith has given me a little more agency. Has given me a little more control over my life, um, which I think is something that everybody needs. So yeah, um, not saying that my path is for everybody else. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you know whatever path you are taking, you should feel like you have more control and that you have agency over yourself. So yeah, there's there's that. I'm heathen. Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I get asked that a lot so no, I'm not Wiccan for a lot of you that ask I am I am not Wiccan I have never been Wiccan uh, I am not the authority on Wicca I can try to give you resources if you're Wiccan and you want to go about that way um, but as, as far as what I'm trying to teach I try to teach a non-denominational pagan side of things um, I, I even try to leave my own personal faith out of it I'm not going to push it on you so yeah, there's that um, and, and what do I believe now? Like what, that's, that's what I believe in now, but what advice do I have for the way that I believe now and the way that, you know, the whole journey? Yeah, I'll stumble there. Why not? <laughs> um, so if, if you're just starting out on your journey and you're noticing that a lot of things are going wrong, um, that happens. It's, it's kind of the, the belief of born again, I guess you could say. Uh, where you're you're being stripped new and you're being put through all these trials to kinda test your mettle and if if you can't handle it that's okay. You know, it's it's fine. If if you stumble, that's okay. If you question your faith, that's okay. You know, there's there's no threat of of smiting or damnation or, you know, some terrible thing to happen in the afterlife. If if you question or if you if you falter in any way, um, like I said, I've I've been practicing for 17 years. I'm 28 years old. I'm about to be 29, and uh, I I have actually at one point denounced my faith before uh, due to an abusive relationship, and you know it's it's okay. Obviously, I'm still here. I'm still a hardcore diehard pagan. Um, it, it happens. You know, I, I wasn't cast into some fire. I wasn't, you know, smited, smote, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it just, it happened and I found my way again. And even if you don't find your way back into paganism, that's okay. You know, if if one day you decide that you want to go to, to Christianity, to Islam, to Judaism, to Hindu, Voodoo, whatever you do, that's Okay. You're not going to be punished for an eternity if you decide that this isn't for you. Um, that's that's one of the biggest things that I kind of want to want everybody to know. There's there's no threat of, oh, you didn't believe in me. N- no, you're fine. Don't don't stress that. Uh, uh, another bit of advice that I could give anybody is, don't let anybody make you feel like you have to come out of the broom closet. You don't have to. You know, there's, especially in my state, uh, I live in Missouri, by the way. I know I'm always saying that I live in the Midwest. I I live in Missouri for specifics. Um, And in my state, you can still get fired for for things like your faith, your sexual orientation, any kind of identifying factor. Um, You do not have to be out of the broom closet in order to be valid. Uh, The gods don't care. The divine don't care. The spirits don't care. They don't care who you tell, how out you are. It doesn't matter. Your your faith is a very personal, private thing. Um, your relationship with divinity is what's most important, not how everybody else perceives it. So don't let anybody tell you any different there. Um, I would say the best bit of advice I have, though, is to never take yourself so seriously that you hinder your... Your progress. I, I have made that terrible mistake. I am still kind of paying for that mistake, where I've, I've taken myself too seriously, and I have lost my ability to be the best at what I do. You know, I'm it, it can at times be a bit of a block between you and divinity. It could hinder your ability to work with occult workings. Um, whenever you get so sucked into the mundane where you can't tap into the other side is, is a little bit problematic. So don't, don't take yourself too seriously. Have fun with it. You know, giggle at your altar, talk to your gods like they're friends. I, I talk to my gods like a weird millennial all the time. Um, I, I've, I'm pretty sure I've let you guys know at some point that there are more times where I, <clears throat> where I will address my God as bruh <laughs> more than like, you know, Oh, all father hallowed be thy name. <laughs> no, it's like, bruh, dude, what's up? Hey, it's your girl. It's me. You know who I am. Uh, need you to do me a solid here, buddy. Like that's, that's how I talk to my deities. And if you're more ritualistic in practice, like obviously you're probably gonna gonna pull off the these and the thows and make it rhyme and all that fun stuff. But if you're if you're not really subscribed to an organized religion aspect of paganism, just talk to them like you would a friend or even better a parent. You know we call them mother and father for a reason. Don't be shy. Reach out. You know, but that's if you're theistic. I know that some of you listening in aren't theistic. You know, y'all just keep doing your thing. <laughs> um, yeah, just have fun with it. Research. Be wrong. Like, go ahead and be wrong sometimes. Do things the wrong way. All the time. Every once in a while, just do something the wrong way and see why it's wrong. Mess up. I, I highly encourage mistakes. I highly encourage Intentional mistakes. You know it's it's all a learning process figure out why we do it or how we do it you know the the ins and outs of it all experience it for yourself um and a lot of times you'll actually discover that a lot of people that tell you that it's wrong are full of crap you will notice that a lot of the things that you're told oh you can't do that you're you're gonna notice are some of the greatest tools that you could ever use find out what works for you don't hold yourself accountable by any other person but yourself you know the the most important thing though is to make no victims um don't don't harm anybody that doesn't deserve it you know like if if you want to hex people that deserve it go ahead you know but don't don't hurt kids don't hurt animals don't hurt the planet around you um make make no victims retaliate all you want but don't don't hurt anybody that doesn't deserve it but yeah that's that's pretty much my advice um lots of research all the research you can don't let anybody tell you that you can't start off with wikipedia either if wikipedia is your only resource and it starts into a snowball effect go for it there are a lot of times where the only resource i have is wikipedia to start off with and then i'm digging through resources from there it's okay um don't let anybody dictate how you believe period how you believe, how you act. Don't even let me do it. Like, don't don't listen to me if anything I say contradicts what you're trying to do. Do your own thing. So, yeah, that's that's my advice. That's me stumbling all over the place. Uh, I apologize for how crazy this episode has been, but there are a lot of things underway, and yeah, so that's that's that. So I want to remind everybody that there will be an additional episode this week on the 22nd, which I want to say is Sunday. I, I'm not quite quite sure. Um, but on the 22nd, there will be another episode because it is the autumnal equinox. So it'll be a holiday. The 23rd is the autumnal equinox. So I want to do it a day ahead of time so you could have some of the, the background and maybe some resources on how to... How to worship that particular day. There are some changes coming. Um, I am trying to take it as easy as possible so I can do a whole lot of recordings and in the next week or two to get a couple of them in the bank, uh, get everything set up so everything can be out on a more timely manner, and to try to have a little more time for social media outreach, all that fun stuff. Uh, It's it's been tumultuous. You know I've I've quickly come to realize why most podcasts have a whole production team and meanwhile there's me. Hi just little old Miranda <laughs> so yeah there's there's a lot of things going into effect right now. Uh, life is pretty busy so for for anybody that's been trying to reach reach out to me and uh, wondering why there's a lot of static on social media uh, just life life is coming to kick me in the butt but hopefully, This week I can get some things kind of set up, Um, maybe schedule some posts instead of having to do everything all at once. So, yeah. So there's that. Uh, Thank you again for listening, for reaching out, asking questions, for supporting me through all the ups and downs. I love every single one of you. And, you know, like I said, feel free to reach out all the time. Even if it is kind of static and I am kind of boring at the moment, I'll still pop up with, Hey, thanks, love you, I'm here. Kind of just can't offer you a whole lot of, you know, hand-holding and advice and all that fun stuff. Don't really have the time for it at this very moment. You can think the, the wonderful changing of seasons trying to happen and making me dreadfully sick. Um, yeah. So, as always, Witchlings, be kind, be brave, be unstoppable. I'll see you next time.